1 Samuel chapter number 22, if you will. All right. Thank you, choir. You did wonderful. 1 Samuel chapter number 22, we'll begin our reading in verse number 1. And the Bible says, David therefore departed thence and escaped to the cave Adullam. And when his brethren and all his father's house heard it, they went down thither to him. Now, David is in great distress. If you know anything, uh, you know that David has already been anointed to be king, but David had yet to be appointed king. What this simply means is that Samuel had anointed David to be king over Israel, but Saul was still king. Saul was still uh, uh, um, on the throne. He was still reigning over Israel at this time. And because of God's hand and anointing on David, Saul meant to kill him. And so Saul had started back a few chapters before this, and Saul had begun to uh, 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 enact his vengeance, if you will, or to try to kill David. Saul knew uh, there was indicators that David would be his successor. David would be the one that would sit on the throne, and it would not be Jonathan who was the son of Saul. And so David is running for his life at this time. David, as you can imagine, having been anointed by God and yet now being chased and hunted uh, almost like uh, an animal, David is come to a cave called Abdullah, and David comes to this cave, and the Bible tells us that his brethren and his father's house heard it, and they went thither down to him. They went to him in this cave. But the next verse, I want you to notice something. The Bible tells us that there were some other people that came as well. The Bible says, and everyone that was in distress, and everyone that was in debt, and everyone that was discontented, gathered themselves unto him, and he became a captain over them. In other words, an army was formed. Is everybody with me? David was in very great discouragement. David was running for his life. David was being hunted down, and God sent him an army. God sent him some soldiers. God sent him some men that would come to David's defense and that would stand with David. And the Bible tells us that these men, I need somebody to help me right here, they weren't, they weren't the Sunday school type. Is everybody all right? It says everybody that was in stress, everybody that was in debt, everybody that was in discontent, uh, that was discontented. It goes on to tell us a lot of these guys were base. In other words, they were just, I, I, is everybody all right if I just say they were your average they were your average guys, but they weren't so average. We'll get into that in just a few moments. But these guys weren't Sunday school teachers. Uh, they didn't. They weren't perfect by no means, right? But they came to David. God sent David some soldiers. And the Bible tells us, and there were with him about 400 men. The Bible goes on, if you know anything about this, this uh, and, and I hope you that you do, but these 400 men became David's mighty men of valor. 
These men, uh, they accomplished great acts. We heard or we're told of some of those acts in 2 Samuel chapter number 23. Of one of these men, it says that he lift up his spear against 800 men whom he slew at one time. I need somebody to help me. Now, I, I mean, I ain't, I, I ain't against anybody that we put up here as a hero, but this dude killed 800 people all by himself. Is everybody all right? I, 800 people, I'm in verse number, in, uh, in 2 Samuel uh, verse 20, or chapter 23 and verse number 8, he lift up his spear against 800 whom he slew all at once. The Bible tells us of another man that was a, one of these mighty men of David, and the Bible tells us that he arose and smote the Philistines. He fought the army by himself, and the Bible says he did so until his hand was weary, and his hand clave unto the sword. In other words, he couldn't let it go, and the Lord wrought a great victory that day, and the people returned after him only to spoil. In other words, they didn't have to do any work. He killed all of the Philistines for them. I need somebody to help me. These weren't just ordinary men. These weren't just these just weren't some guys that 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 uh, 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 that we read about. These were these were soldiers. These were mighty men of valor. There's another one in verse number twelve. The Bible says uh, that uh, there was a piece of ground in verse number eleven with lentils, and the people fled from the Philistines. But verse number twelve tells us, but he stood in the midst of the ground and defended it and slew the Philistines, and the Lord wrought a great victory. Because of this one man that stood up, this one man that fought the enemy of God, this one man that fought on behalf of David, and they, he killed all of the Philistines that, that came against them here at this one place. These men, they say that three of these men, in verse number 16, David just mentioned, oh, how I'd long, oh, how I'd love to have a drink from the water in the well in Bethlehem. Well, at that time, the Philistines were in Bethlehem. They had encamped around, Philist uh, around uh, uh, Bethlehem, and three of the captains of this mighty men of valor, three of the captains struck out one night, broke through enemy lines, went to the well, got a drink of water for David, and brought it back to him. I mean, these guys, I need somebody to help me, all right? Now, I, I, these guys were something else. The Bible tells us uh, uh, that uh, uh, in verse number 18, there was uh, an Abishai, the brother of Joab, the son of Jeroboam, was chief among three, and he lifted up his spear against 300 and slew them and had the name among three. The next one that we read about in verse number 20, he slew two line-like men men of Moab and he went down also and slew a lion in the midst of a pit in time of snow and so these men that we are talking about right here these soldiers if you will these men that were chosen by the Lord sent to David as their captain and these men performed great acts it's no different than the men and the women that we read about today uh, that do great acts and are men 
military. They serve our soldiers. I want you to notice just a few things because we don't have a lot of time. But I want you to notice just a few things about these soldiers, about a soldier. I don't have time to lay it out, and I do apologize for that. But I want you to notice some characteristics about these soldiers. I want you to notice, first off, that they are separated. They are separated. What makes a soldier? Uh, He's different. He's separated. These men, they were separated. They were separated, and they pledged allegiance to a new king. They weren't serving the old king anymore. I'm going to get back to that on a spiritual level here in a little bit. But these mighty men of valor that we read about, they were separated men. Not only that, these mighty men of valor, they were strong men. They were independent. They were inspired men. They were ideal men. I mean, you didn't want to go to fight. I need somebody to help me. You didn't want to go to fight unless they were with you. Can I get a witness right here? You a bad man when you got somebody standing there beside you. Can I get a witness? Man, we have a lot of folks today that are battling all alone. I'm thankful for the soldiers that come along beside folks and help them along the way. I'm thankful for those soldiers that fight the battles for you and I across seas, across other, uh, on other land so that you and I can meet and you and I can come together. May we always remember those soldiers. May we always remember those veterans that took care of us when we didn't stand the line. When we didn't stand the wall, they stood the wall for us and protected us. They were strong men. They were schooled men. They were schooled in tactical warfare. They were schooled in tactical weaponry. Uh, These men could use both hands, these mighty men of valor. They could fight with their right hand. They could fight with their left hand. Can I get a witness right here? You don't want me trying to do anything with my left hand. I promise you, I can throw a football a long way with my right hand. You got me out there with my left hand, and I look like some of these ladies. He's throwing a football. Oh, y'all get all mad, but we've seen you throw a ball, all right? Now, they were schooled men. They They were serious men. They were serious men. They were deliberate. They were dedicated, and they were dangerous. These are the characteristics of these soldiers. They were spirited men, which means they were available. And they were active. I like this about the Bible. These men, they didn't just sit around. They didn't just sit around. They didn't just uh, uh, sit idly by. These men took initiative. They took action. They did things. These are the characteristics of a soldier, if you will. When David was in his lowest spot, God gave him a soldier. They are steady men. They're disciplined. They're devoted. And they are detached men. In other words, they're detached from themselves. They serve a greater purpose. They're not in it for their own glory. They're in it that they're in it for another greater cause. As I looked at this, man, I got to thinking about these men and the characteristics of these soldiers and then go through Scripture and I could show you every characteristic I just called out. I can show you in, in, in Scripture about these mighty men of valor. But I am reminded over in 2 Timothy chapter number 2. And in 2 Timothy chapter number 2, Paul is giving his last address to a young Timothy. And he tells him this. He says, Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. 
Can I just say this in closing this morning? I told you it wouldn't be long. Y'all was all worried and scared, but it wouldn't be long this morning. As we look at those characteristics of a soldier back in David's mighty men of valor, I want you to know this. You and I are in a battle today, a spiritual battle, if you will, spiritual warfare. And while we're not trying to take away from what all we've done this morning, recognizing the men and the women that have fought and the men and the the women that have stood our ground, the men and the women that have stood in front of us as veterans and protected us, let us remember that we are also in a spiritual warfare. We are also fighting a spiritual battle, and God has chosen everybody in this building to be a soldier, and if you are going to be a soldier, you're going to have to have some of the same characteristics that these men had back in David's day. We need to be separate men. Uh, we need to be separated women. In other words, we need to pledge allegiance to a new king. No longer serve ourselves, but serve Jesus Christ. David was a picture in typology of Jesus Christ. David, the Bible tells us that Jesus will reign from David's throne. David is a very important character in our Bible. In typology, he is the Savior of Israel and you and I serve a Savior, one that came and died for us. You and I need to turn our allegiance from ourselves, turn our allegiance from the things of this world, not be entangled with the things of these world, but be uh, separated to God in our service. And so, well, we should have the same characteristics of these men. We need to have people that are separated to God. We need to have people that are strong. We don't need anybody that is going to back down. I need somebody to help me this morning. There's too many people that are backing down, that are compromising, that are walking away, that are turning their backs on what they know to be right. They're trying not to be, they're trying not to be offensive. Can I say this? If you say anything, you're going to offend somebody. I, I can prove it all day long. I can say this. Go dogs and half of y'all are mad, right? Because you ain't a dog fan. Hey, it doesn't matter what is said. You're going to offend somebody. But when you and I stick to the word of God then who cares if we offend everybody as long as we serve the Lord and as long as we're true to the standard that God has given to us they're separated men they're strong men the Bible says they were schooled men I need somebody to help me if we're going to fight this battle we're going to have to have some schooling this Bible this Bible is our sword this Bible is our shield and too many people the only time they read it is when they come to church on Sunday and wonder why they lose the battle on Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday and Friday and Saturday it's because the only time we use our weaponry is when it's a Sunday morning and when we feel like coming See, these men were schooled in tactics. They were schooled in weaponry. And too many of us today claim to be Christians but don't, don't know how to fight with the sword. Don't know how to fight. I need somebody to help me. Don't know how to fight with the shield. And so we need men and women today that are soldiers, that are schooled men. We need them that are serious. This is serious business. I need somebody to help me. 
This is serious business. This warfare that you and I are fighting, it is serious. And I've watched family after family put priorities away from the church and then wander back to the church years later crying to me about a youngin' that don't come to church when you're the reason they don't come. You're the reason. You are. Nobody else. They're not the reason. You are. Is everybody all right? Because you've chosen to put something else as a priority. And you've taught that child that God isn't important as long as there's something else for us to do. As long as we're not in trouble, we ain't got to run down to the church. And now the children don't even darken the doors. We need men and women that'll choose to be soldiers, that'll choose to be strong, that'll stand up when everybody's running away and that are serious about this thing. There's nothing worse in the world than to watch one of your youngins that you prayed for turn away from everything that you've tried to teach them. You think you're instead, I need somebody to help me. Man, I'll tell you one of the things that I regret to this day is that I, I, our children, I'm thankful to all my children, they, they didn't have a choice. Is everybody all right? They came to church. They didn't get to miss church for stuff. They didn't get to do that. I don't care what the reason was. We didn't show them. We didn't teach our children that there was something that was a higher priority than God. Never taught our children that. You can't justify that, and I'm not going to sit here and try to for you. But one thing that I do regret <laughs> is we didn't spend enough time around the table at the house. We didn't spend enough time together at the house. And now it's become very apparent as I'm getting older. All my kids are going here and they're going there. And I wish that back then I'd have taught them, hey, we need to spend time as a family. Is everybody all right? See, what priorities we set. We all got failures in our life in this area. But we need to be serious men. We need to be strong men. And lastly, we need to be, not lastly, but we need to be spirited men. In other words, we need to be active. It isn't good enough just to come to church. It isn't good enough just to come to church. God has chosen us to be soldiers. There's a war that we are facing, a spiritual warfare. God has chosen you and I to fight that battle. He's chosen you as a soldier. And lastly, they're steady. They're steady. We need some men and women that are disciplined, that are devoted, that are detached from self and serve selflessly. Come on, y'all, help me. We live in a day and time where it's all about me. It's all about us. You can stop, Brother Matt. You can help me out. It's all about us. It's all about us getting the glory. We come into the service and we got to have attention. We come into things like this and if somebody else is being honored, we got to make sure we're seen. We got, we, this is the life that we live now. This is the world that we live in. People's not patted on the back, they leave. People not, people not celebrated, they walk off. They don't feel like they got the honor that they deserve, they leave. Come on, I need somebody to help me. Don't get quiet on me now. Bible says that if men applaud you here, you have your reward. Now listen here. We can applaud you here, or you can have a crown in heaven. You decide what you want. I ain't serving for you. 
need somebody to help me. I had to learn this a long time ago. If I get my eyes on everybody else around me, I will be disappointed. But if I keep my eyes on him, I'll never be disappointed. I'm serving him. You might not like the way that I'm serving. I might not like the way you're serving. I need somebody to help me. But I'm serving as I'm told to serve. You're not my captain. He is. We need some soldiers. I'm thankful for our veterans. I'm thankful for those that stood on a stood on a line, stood on a wall and protected us. That protected our way of living. That has provided us a place where we can come and worship. But I also realize that we're all a soldier in the Lord's army. Distressed, in debt, discontent, <laughs> abased. They were. They, these men were, I, I, I wish I had time to break it all down, but they weren't, they, they weren't your goody tissues. They weren't the ones that were going to stand up and lead worship on Sunday. But that's who God chose to be a soldier. bunch of unperfect people serving a king that was perfect <laughs> serving a king that was worthy that is worthy are you a soldier today are you steady today are you schooled today are you strong today are you separated today if not let me encourage you to find a place around the altar heads bowed with me and eyes closed why don't you come find a place around the altar say God I hadn't been the soldier that I need to be Lord I pray that you'd use me I wonder how many of you come around the altar and pray for some of our service men and women that are facing times facing obstacles that you and I know nothing about while we come to church, sit in an air condition, sit on a padded chair, enjoy worship, enjoy the choir, there's somebody out there that's standing in the worst of elements, waiting on a call by somebody else to send them into a battle, to send them into a situation that they may not return from. God help us to be thankful. I wonder if there's somebody in here this morning. The very first one was being separated. These mighty men of valor came to David. Saul was the king. They replaced the old man with the new man. They come from the old king to serve the new king. I wonder this morning, has there been a time in your life where you have trusted Christ as your personal Savior? Where you have died to sin and pledged allegiance to Him through faith, through repentance, through trust? There's never been a time you've trusted Christ as your personal Savior I want you to do me a favor right now real quickly just lift your hands straight up 
Preacher, pray for me. There's never been a time where I've trusted Christ as my personal Savior. Is there anybody like that? All right. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, I love you. God, I'm so thankful, Lord, for God, all that you've done, Lord, for us, Lord, you've been so kind to us, Lord, you've been so good to us and to this church, Lord, we thank you for our veterans and their wives, their families, Lord, their sacrifice, Lord, the things that they've gone through, the things that they've done, Lord, to serve others, Lord, I pray that, Lord, we always be a grateful church and a grateful nation, Lord, they live in a time, Lord, where uh, we live in a time where people look down on our military. They look down on our soldiers. They look down on our men and women of uniform. But God, I pray, Lord, that we would always be reminded that it's because of them that we're able to have the freedoms that we do. And Lord, I pray that we keep in the forefront of our mind with gratitude, Lord, how good, Lord, you've been to us to allow us to walk among them. Lord, thank you once again, Lord, for loving us. Lord, we pray that you continue to bless us. And, Lord, we'll be sure to give you all the honor and glory for it. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.